back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for an opportunity to be a part of your life spiritually, and I do appreciate you listening. I do want to say thank you to all those who are listening in Nigeria. We just picked that up last week, and I do want to thank you for that. I want you to know I appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I do pray the podcast is a blessing to you. If there's any form of communication that you want to make with me, you can do that there at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's my email address, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase, no spaces, and I'll try to respond and do the best I can to help you in whatever your spiritual matter is. We also do a part of this podcast called Sharpening the Sword, where you submit questions online uh, through email, and we try to answer those questions on the podcast. But um, today we're going to be dealing with um, how to be saved, how to be saved. And the simplicity of the lesson is, um, is sometimes robs us of the benefit and the blessing that the lesson could produce in our life. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not saved, then this podcast is for you. It's going to be very simple. I'm going to take salvation and make it as simple as I can. If you're listening to this podcast and you are saved, I'd like to tell you ahead of time that there's probably not going to be anything that you don't know in here. And I'm not trying to um, turn you away from the podcast, but I do realize your time is important and I don't want you to waste it. So if you're saved and you're confident in your salvation, there's really no reason for you to listen to the podcast any longer. You can spin back and maybe listen to another podcast or switch over to a different program and try to get some help there. This podcast here will be for those who are not saved, those who are lost, those who do not know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And if you have your Bible, you can find your place there in the book of Romans, chapter number 3 and verse number 10. The book of Romans, chapter number 3 and verse number 10. The Bible says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Meaning very simply that there's none of us that's morally right. Every man, woman, boy, girl on the face of the earth is just a sinner. They're not righteous. They cannot be righteous on their own. It doesn't matter if you are raised in church or if you are raised in the streets. Your righteousness cannot be achieved on your own. You have to have Christ's righteousness. The reason we deal with this verse is because I want everybody that's listening to understand that we are all in the same category, that we cannot work our way to heaven. The book of Ephesians chapter number 2 in verses 8 and 9. The book of Ephesians chapter number 2 in verses 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, tying back into the fact that we cannot get to heaven by our own merit, by our own works, because it's very clear that it's not of yourselves there in Ephesians 2.8. And then Ephesians 2.9 starts off with not of works. So I realize first off when I'm dealing with salvation that there's nothing I can do to merit the favor of God. There's not enough money I can give. There's not enough good deeds I can do. There's not enough membership of a church that I can put it before the presence of God and him accept that because 
There's no way to be saved other than through the grace of God. Titus chapter 3 in verse number 5. Titus chapter 3 in verse number 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. I'm not going to read the rest of the verse for time's sake, but there again we're dealing with the fact that it's not by works of righteousness. We cannot merit the favor of God by works. It's all by the grace of God, by God looking our way with forgiveness on his face and allowing us to make our wrongs right through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now back quickly to the book of Romans chapter 3 in verse 23. The book of Romans chapter 3 in verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There we are again being lumped into that one big category of sinner. For all have sinned um, from Japan to China to South America to Canada all the way up to the cold state of Alaska all the way down to the warm island of Hawaii we're all just sinners men women boys and girls sinners no matter what the color of your skin is no matter what your ethnicity is no matter what religious background that you have In the eyes of God, you're just a sinner. And that's very important for you to understand and for me to understand. It took me about one church service to realize I was a sinner. But it took me quite a while to realize that Jesus was the Savior and he would forgive me free and clear. I had the hardest time, me personally, my personal salvation, I would have gotten saved the first night if I'd have believed that God would forgive and everything I'd done, but I just couldn't understand how a God in heaven who had never sinned wanted anything at all to do with me, as dirty and as vile as I was as a sinner, and how I couldn't do anything to merit his favor. And then when it finally all came together, I realized that Jesus Christ paid my sin debt with his own precious blood. And all I had to do was accept Jesus as Savior, and I could be saved. But before you do that, you need to realize that you're just a sinner, and your sins have separated you from God. Well, where did sin come from? What put me in this predicament? The book of Romans chapter 5 and verse number 12. The book of Romans chapter number 5 and verse number 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Who was that one man that was Adam in the garden when he partook of that fruit that he was not supposed to eat? And you know what happened? Sin entered into the world, and death was the result of sin. And because Adam sinned, Every man, woman, boy, or girl that would follow would sin. And because of sin, death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So sin came from one man making a wrong choice. But as a result of that, he plunged the whole world into a desperate situation that only Jesus Christ could get us out of. 
The book of Romans chapter 5 and verse number 8. The book of Romans chapter number 5 and verse number 8. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, wait a minute. Um, So I don't have to do anything good to get to heaven? Nope, you sure don't. So I don't have to change my life and then I can get saved? Nope, you sure don't. So I don't have to give money and join a church and then God will forgive me? Nope, you sure don't. Why? Because God commended, God showed his love toward us. When we were in our lowest sinful state, Christ died. You know, really, in the eyes of God, Christ died for me before I was ever thought about in the world. But he loved me so much, he demonstrated his love toward me. And when he died, that he died for me. But he died for me in a condition that I was still a sinner. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us when we were at our lowest point. You listen to this podcast and you're in despair and you're discouraged and you're distressed. Well, Christ is the answer to every problem. I remember as a lost man sitting around in in my home there or my house. And I remember saying as a lost man, I didn't know anything about Christ. I'd never been to church. But I remember saying there's got to be more to life than what I'm getting out of this mess. Not realizing that there was a God who'd already made a way for me to be saved, who had already commended his love toward me, who'd already sent his son to die for me, that while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me so that I could be saved. Then the book of Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. The book of Romans chapter number 6 in verse number 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So very simply, remember Romans 5, 12, wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world and death passed upon men. Well, here we find out the results of sin. For the wages of sin is death. I'm going to die one day because I sinned. But... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God offers me a free gift through Jesus Christ. He realizes the the terrible situation I'm in, that I'm a sinner, and because of my sins, I'm going to die. And so what he did was he gave his son to die on a cross so that I could be saved. And it's just a free gift. He gives it to me freely because he loves me. The book of Romans chapter 10 and verse number 9 through 11. The book of Romans chapter number 10 and verses 9 through 11. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. I just want to read verses 9 and 10 one more time. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. That's what you got to do. You got to confess. Confess that you're a sinner. 
and accept him as your Savior, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you got to believe it on the inside. It's not just a head knowledge, but it's a heart knowledge. You know, out of the heart is really where the thoughts come. If I believe something in my heart, you'll never take it away from me. And that's what he's asking you to do with his son, Jesus. Believe that he came, he lived, he died, and that he rose again to conquer death, hell, and the grave for us. That God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. How to be saved? Confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Verse number 10 for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. There's that righteousness again. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Well, you say, is it that easy? It's that easy, my friend. Realize you're a sinner. You're separated from God. Realize that Jesus died on a cross, shed his blood to pay your sin debt. If you'll accept Jesus as your Savior, God will forgive your sins. Well, you say, is this for a certain category of people? Maybe I got to be a certain person to make it in. Well, I'm glad you asked. The book of Romans chapter 10 and verse number 13. The book of Romans chapter 10 and verse number 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anybody who wants it can have it. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not for a certain group of people. It's for everybody. You just got to realize that you're a sinner and you're separated from God. Christ loved you so much he died for you and that you need to accept him as your Savior. The book of John chapter 3 and verse number 16. The book of John chapter 3 and verse number 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That verse sums up everything about salvation. God loved the whole world so much that he gave his son to die on a cross that whosoever, anybody that wants it, can have it, believeth in him, should not perish. The reason he had to do this was because we were going to perish, because of sin we were going to die. But the alternative is, but have everlasting life. Could I ask you today, if you're not saved and God's dealing with your heart, that you'd bow your head and open your heart to the one who loved you before you even knew he existed, to the one who cared about you before you even knew he cared, and ask him to come into your heart and save your soul, and he'll change your life for time and eternity. How to be saved? It seems so simple but so many people miss it. And my hope and my prayer today would be if you're listening to this podcast that you don't miss the opportunity that God has given you to be saved.